This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and this is the first episode of season two. So I thought it only appropriate to have my soul sister, Robin Eaton, come back and spend some time with me. She was my very first episode, so she may be obligated to be the first episode every season, just so everyone is aware of that. (laughs) Welcome, Robin. We're going to have to make special magic for like season 13, right? Like the first session of season 13. We're going to have to plan something really fucking cool. <laughs> oh my God. Like totally. <laughs> Let's find the witchiest place and we'll do it live with I love like it. people. <laughs> with, an, with a live audience. <laughs> yeah, with a live studio audience. Yes. Living and dead audience, right? I mean, because, you know, they'll come in too. <laughs> Yes, they will. They do kind of hang around all the time. (laughs) So Robin is a masterful shaman healer, and she is a budding medium, even though she doesn't want to fully embrace that just yet. We're working on it. (laughs) We're getting there. They keep showing up to talk to me, so I figure I better, you know, figure out how to master that one, too. (laughs) I don't they know. Are master, really persistent. I'm like, I don't know if master is ever the right word to use because I don't know that you ever hit a level of mastery, but you certainly it certainly gets better and better and and easier and easier every the more you practice, the more you learn, the more you develop the skill, right? Absolutely. And there are still hard days. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is true. <laughs> you know, there are some really entertaining ones too, like when vampires show up to you in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was one of the most, I'm going to call it disturbing <laughs> experiences. I mean, here's the thing. I've I've learned to really be careful. I don't tell myself, oh God, that was scary. What I say to myself when when new things happen is, okay, well that was new, right? This is this is, and I give myself a few moments to adjust to whatever I'm experiencing. But Jamie's referring to, so we're staying at this house in in New Orleans, and it's my first trip there. And one of the things I don't know, I had set some intention before we went that it'd be really cool to meet like an actual vampire. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, be careful what you ask for. So I'm sleeping and I wake up and, and there's this little, little vampire girl, like right here in my face. And she like put her little hand, she touched my face and, and you know, it was, it was so viscerally real. I felt it. It was, so it was very startling. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
startling. <laughs> I'm sure the people who are listening can feel that. <laughs> and this is just the kind of stuff that happens, you know, on a pretty regular basis anymore. <laughs> it really is. And the more you open to, it seems like the more that gets pushed through that door. So, you know, people tell me all the time, they're like, I want to see dead people. I'm like, are you sure you want to see them? Because it's a slippery slope. And I wouldn't go back. There are days that I want to turn it off. But I I couldn't go back to pre being open version of me. Right, right. And it just keeps, you know, as, as it's, it's been really cool to grow together in our gifts and, and what we offer and all of that. But for me, one of the coolest things is that when we share this, when we get to teach others and, and share like all the things that we've learned along the way so that you don't have to go through the same stumbling blocks that I did. Totally. And to watch people open up to that and how quickly they get to a place that I struggled on my own to get to, you know, over years because I didn't have a teacher. I didn't know there was anybody I could talk to. You know, I was just sitting there thinking, am I freaking crazy or is this real? <laughs> I knew that I was crazy, but I still thought it was real. <laughs> um, but you're totally right. Like witnessing the students that we work with blossom and like bust through some of the barriers that took me a really long time to work through is magical in itself. It really is. And then, and then to witness other people's gifts blossom. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes there's a little jealousy over here of like, same. Got there so easily, (laughs) right? Like, and how their gifts come through is so cool. And the way that they're embracing um, things that I fought (laughs) for years and was like, no, no, I don't like, You also didn't have a a support system saying, Robin, this is cool. Like we got you. Yeah. And and that's a, that's, I think that's one of my favorite gifts to give to the people that we work with because we help them build a community that's safe. And that's not something I experienced either. No, having a support system is so amazing. And I'm really blessed right now um, with all the different, support systems I have. Like last night I met with uh, my local psychic sisters group. There are seven of us that get together and uh, share experiences and we throw out questions and we practice and we like, it's, it's just an amazing, it's so cool to have that kind of support and to create that, um, makes all the difference in the world in, in being able to just be yourself as, you know, one of the crazy witches, bitches and <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love when people come on and they're like, which one do you think I am? A witch, a bitch or a dead person? I'm like, well, I think that there's some relevant application for all three to all of us. <laughs> 
You know, that's so true. The dead person thing I might have argued about uh, until more recently. And I um, had a, a, I've been working with plant medicine recently. Mm -hmm. So I had this ayahuasca experience that opened me up. And one of the, one of the really incredible pieces of that was like waking up and I didn't realize just how much I was sleeping through life. So that dead person really does apply to us because we get into habits and routines where we're pretty much sleepwalking instead of living. And yeah, and yeah. that's that's like deeply personal to me because I want to live life, right? Like I don't want to just check check off the days until the dead day, right? right. <laughs> I mean yeah, I want to have as much experience and get as much credit for the shit I do here in this incarnation. <laughs> I It's all about the experiences. Like I want, and that's what life really is. It's, it's not watching TV and watching other people have these fake experiences in these created realities, right? It's about creating really cool experiences for ourselves in our everyday lives. And I think one of the things that we have to do is to create, we have to create connection. We have to create communities in order to have cool experiences and then have somebody to share those experiences with. Right. Yeah. Cause if you're doing it by yourself, that little isolation bubble doesn't really get you the full experience. It doesn't. It's, it's, um, that's why whenever you call or whenever I see your name pop up or whenever I get the, 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 the psychic connection, like, mm -hmm. oh, Jamie, you know, I'm always like, oh, I wonder what it is, right? Like, I wonder if she's had so, like, there's this, this, because we're quick to call each other, like, oh my God, this just, like, you're not going to believe this one. This is way new. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, and I do that too. I'm like, so Robin, was it aliens outside my window last night? Because I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a whole nother thing, man. The galactic energies that are coming in totally. are really enhanced. Oh, and yeah. Go so ahead. You can yell at me. Not supposed to say alien. So yeah. sorry, everyone. They star brothers and sisters, galactic family, like <laughs> the word alien is so distancing, right? It's like disconnecting. So, and it's like, this is our extended family reaching out to us. Well, that's a good point because that word suggests that it is completely separate and apart from who we are. And that's not the truth. There's, there is nothing separate from who we are. And, and that's, that's one of the, to me, that's one of the biggest problems in the world today is disconnection that we look at the trees as something separate. They're not, we're so connected when we exhale, the tree inhales, when the tree exhales, we inhale, right? Like we're not disconnected. So I have a funny story about that. I mean, we all have a connection that goes well beyond what we experience in our little space. So on one of our properties, we're doing some conscious logging because like, we've got some blight, like stuff's going on. 
So the loggers came through and marked the trees. And then they told me to go and identify which trees I wanted to keep. So I, go, I have this one little spot in the woods that I really feel connected. And I went there and they marked like eight trees. I'm bawling. Oh. And Miles is like, what is going on? Like, they don't want to die. And he goes, you mean you talk to trees now too? And I was like, what do you mean now? <laughs> like, don't you? <laughs> it's not a new thing, honey. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I recently took the Aura camera and I had some people over and we were running experiments because I love to play, right? And we took the Aura camera outside to see like what happens to your energetic field when you make contact with a tree. Mm. And it was one of the coolest things that I've ever witnessed because the moment that they connected with the tree, their auras shifted into these beautiful, peaceful, calming, healing energies. And it happened with every person, right? Like we repeated it and it was like, same thing each time. It was so cool. I love that. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. And you could see too, like um, when, when a bird would sing, it would shift the energy again. Um, and it would shift like the, the grounding energy and the connecting energy, like the, the crown energy um, with the, they would both light up when the birds would sing. That's awesome. It's really potent to visually see that connection, the energetic connection between us and the impact of nature at large. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I don't post a lot of videos, but I posted like I put those videos everywhere, like on Facebook and TikTok and like all the places because I'm like, oh, my God, you have to see this. This is so cool. If you are ever feeling a little uh, just go outside, man. Look at the sun. Sun gazing had that effect too. And touch a tree. That's all it takes. Like you don't have to believe in anything. You don't have to do anything. Just go touch the tree, man. The tree will share. So Jesse and I were talking about that TikTok video where the trees were pissed off at the girl because all of their brothers and sisters were cut down to build her house. Do you, did you I see that? not seen that video. No. So I'll have to, I'll have to dig it up and send it to you. But I mean, it, and it was slightly in jest, but I feel that like, <laughs> I mean, they all have their own energy. And I have also experienced when they don't want to be touched and whether that was something toxic, I was, working through in the moment and they're like we don't need any of that shit <laughs> we got enough. Yeah. don't be sharing your disease with us <laughs> but it's, I mean that's like a whole study in, in the connection and impact of nature on us and our auras so that's really cool to share I love it like all the different this, that's what I love about our world right like we get to play with so many different energies and things that so many people have just shut out, have just accepted like, oh, that's crazy or that's nonsense. And so they don't even give themselves the opportunity to experience the true breadth and, and of our world. And 
like the more you open to the more that it shares and it's just it's amazing right and it's so fear-based i think when people are like oh that's ridiculous what if it's not like is it is it going to damage you in some way <laughs> maybe I think that's the biggest thing that people a lot of times have to get past when we talk about dead people is they're terrified. There's, there's, there's like two camps, right? There's that camp that, that like, Oh, I want to see the dead people. That'd be so cool. And then there's the other camp. that's like, I don't ever want to see the dead people that free, like, like, no, thank you. That's scary. I don't want to, you know, and, 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 the, the whole fear of death and dying and the way even our language about death and dying about, you know, somebody dies and we talk about they're survived by look, nobody survives life on earth. We're all going to leave these bodies at some point. It's not a game of survivor. <laughs> right. That's exactly true. It's, it's, you know, so like that fear of death, the fear of dying, the fear of, the unknown is such a big thing for people. And I don't know about you, but every time that I've like faced my fears and moved through those fears, man, what's on the other side has, is so much better than I could have ever even imagined. Right. And I also acknowledge that the humanity of fear can be paralyzing, which goes back to having a support system <laughs> right it's yeah it's you know it's so much easier to face your fears when there's somebody with you and whenever i think about that i think about the time that i went to costa rica with friends and we were going to zip line and i got a thing about heights right but my friend who was with me dana had like severe anxiety about heights, right? Like she's, she's, uh, she's popping. I, I, I think she was popping Zoloft before or something. I can't remember what exact, but she's like popping her meds before we, before we go. And so I get into this, like I'm psyching her up and I'm like, you can do this, you know? And, and so she goes before, like she, we kind of put her in the middle of the group. And so she went before me and, you know, got her all like jazzed up to do it. And she's off and she, Loved it, right? She did great. Now it's my turn. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, get back out now because I'm the one that, like, totally, like, jazzed her up and got her all psyched up for it. Now I have to do it, right? So, like, when you face fears together, it's it's easier. Like, you still have to deal with it. And I did it. And... And I totally screwed up the first one and got stuck in the middle because I was all freaked out about doing it right. And, and finally get myself across. Like it was, it was, it was, it was comedy. Did but you have to do like the doggy paddle across? Oh like my God. Yeah. I'm like, how do I get going again? Right. Cause now you're just dead air <laughs> hanging above the abyss. <laughs> after that first one, and I got past, like, all the scary things happened, right? So then I could just, like, relax in. And and now I'm, like, doing Superman, and I'm upside down, and I'm doing all this. Like, then it was a blast. You're but like, oh, stuff's falling out of Robin's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if I hadn't had my friends with me, if I hadn't had to psych Dana up to do it, 
I probably would have chickened out. <laughs> so having that support, having friends, having having that makes all the difference. It really does. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's a great illustration. Like you were so distracted by supporting her and then you got there and like, oh, so about this. Right. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, come on back. I don't think this. <laughs> I think this was a bad idea. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pee. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down. <laughs> right? oh, I love that. There's kind of a collective courage that that comes through. I think in in community because it is safer. Like you're not alone, and that right. makes that makes all the difference in the world when when you have a place to belong, where you feel accepted, and you can explore things in that environment that you wouldn't otherwise. So that was kind of your experience with plant medicine, right? Because you did it in in a group environment. Yeah, it was a big group. And um, and a good friend of mine joined me for that as well. One of my friends that I went through shaman school with, um, went, we, we both were in that. And, and having that community support for the experience itself, but that's one of my communities now that I meet with regularly. Like I have all these new friends and we have integration calls and get togethers and, you know, because you have this really amazing experience and you open to something new and it shifts your world, right? And then you go back to daily life and it kind of starts to fade because the regular routine starts to come back in and it's like you want to like go back to sleep right go back into the fade back into old habits and so the community support makes all the difference in holding on to that experience and holding on to what you've awakened yeah um and i think that's that's essential. It, it's it's an essential ingredient to really being able to embrace life, embrace yourself, embrace your intuition and all that comes with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we came into this incarnation for tons of reasons and purposes, but one of them is to create connection and experience the interplay of emotions with other humans so right why deny yourself a huge part of the reason you're here I mean there's how many billion people on this planet we weren't meant to go it alone <laughs> right <laughs> it's it's pretty hard to live an isolated life <laughs> you really have to be intentional about it yes and if you can be that intentional about being isolated, then it's it's like so much easier to to turn that volume down and turn up the volume on connecting with others. Like it's it's so easy. All you got to do is like go to the store and smile at somebody. It creates a connection, man. Now, don't get weird about it. Don't like go to the store and try soul gazing. <laughs> you might get arrested. <laughs> That's not the space for that. <laughs> That's amazing. Can, can't you see me like in the coffee shop line? Like, hi. 
What I'm, what I'm picturing is getting on an elevator and turning around and like soul gazing with the others and, and just being like, <laughs> they would freak. <laughs> and, and it still makes me want to like go do it <laughs> to run a little experiment. It'd be like 911. We have a soul gazer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, there is a little bit of choose your community with some some discretion, right? <laughs> like, I'm not walking into the to the uh, Catholic Church and sitting down and 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 opening up for who wants an oracle card reading? Who wants a like that's it's not the place. <laughs> well. <laughs> So you know that the church that I bought, and actually I think this episode is airing like a couple of days before I'm having an event at the church. So if you're in northeastern Pennsylvania or you want to drive to northeastern Pennsylvania, drop me a note and I'll tell you all about it. But it was initially built as a Methodist Episcopal church. I can almost work with that. Then it became a Catholic church. (laughs) for 25-ish years, that one was way harder to work with. (laughs) (laughs) And I now have this new vision for like a a reality TV show where we have cameras follow us around and we do like stupid things like set up in an elevator and soul gaze or get into the coffee line and... Or set up our little uh, table with the with the cards in inside of uh, random churches, and <laughs> or we could just carry tarot cards around in our pocket and pull them out and be like, "This one, you need this one." <laughs> just hand them out randomly. <laughs> you are the Five of Cups <laughs> with a with a deep soul gaze, <laughs> and, and you have to do the voice with it, right? Like. You are the five of cups. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't say it without cracking up, but <laughs> we are ridiculous. <laughs> that makes us so much fun to hang out with. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my gosh. And we both have really cool retreats coming up. Like if you're in Pennsylvania, this event that Jamie's putting together is going to be fabulous. I was looking at my schedule to try and figure out if I could be there. And I'm like, oh, crap. I've already committed to be somewhere else. I'm already like, I'll be doing uh, an event. Um, I'll be at a psychic fair doing readings. So I can't I can't join the event, but it's going to be really cool. Um, and I'm taking another group back to Sedona to do uh, in May over Mother's Day weekend. So I know, right? Like, we just we just do the coolest stuff. <laughs> if anyone is interested in all the fun shit Robin and I do, drop us a note because we've got lots of things coming down the pipeline that are super fun. Um, or you can also check us out on themysticsacademy.com. That is our website, right? You got it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the human stuff is hard. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
do you have any last words of wisdom you want to share with our listeners as we embark into season two of Witches, Bitches, and Dead People? My last words of wisdom are be generous with yourself. We talk about generosity to others, man. Be generous with yourself. I like that. All right. Well, thank you, Robin. <laughs> Deep soul gaze. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being a loyal listener for the first season. And I'm excited to share season two with all of you. This one's going to be even more amazing. I don't really know how, but it will be. I promise. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 